76, Ozzy Telezolik and John back on the podcast this morning. Let's do this. Woo! Let's do this, man. Early morning for you. Uh, for you. Um, now, uh, Gonzaga um, destroyed Dixie State last couple nights ago by 30-some points. Your thoughts on that game overall from that game? Um, so we're going to break this whole game down a little bit? Yeah. Okay, so let's so let's start with the negatives real quick before we get okay. we'll, we'll end with the positives, right? Yeah, we'll end with the positives. So uh, the negatives were the three point shot is what we were worried about all season, and that came to light. Um, they shot under thirty percent as a team the other night. Uh, the only positive note was Bolton came and shot really well in the second half. Yeah, and he did yeah. awesome. Yeah, but the guys that you wanted to. Uh, that we wanted to do good was Julian, and he went one for four. Mm-hmm. Um, Nemhart went one for three. Right. Holmgren went zero oh for two. So things like that. Hickman, I thought I was hoping Hickman would be a little better. One, it's one game. Yeah, strictly it's three games at this point now with the other two uh, expedition games. Right. So um, that that's pretty glaring weakness, and that's going to be something that they're really going to have to really work on because if teams know they're going to shoot. Just like Dixie State did, they started collapsing inside, and they kind of made they kind of played that zone and kind of gave uh, Timmy a hard time the other night. So that they they're gonna have to, you know, make their shots when they're open and make their shots when they have the chance to do it and kind of spread that defense out a little more because it's gonna be harder when they play some bigger teams that can kind of maybe play more man on man and do things like that. Like they had open shots and they just missed them. Yeah. I mean, missed well, them badly. Some of them went off the backboard. Some of them went off the rim. Like they right. weren't even close. Some of those shots. Some, well, I think I think I saw an air ball from somebody. Yeah. Well, it's one game, um, as you said, but nobody can beat Chet Holmgren and Jutimi um, inside. So I'm not really worried about the three point shooting myself. But yeah, we have to improve it a lot more than it was last game for sure. I agree. Yeah, and I'm not, and I'm not thinking that Tim Timmy's going to go five for twelve again for the rest of the yeah. season. And that right. was like a career low for him, which was just <laughs> weird. Yeah. Um, because he was trying to do some like fadeaways and stuff that that yeah. was just kind of off for him. Like he, no one on that team can guard him, so I don't know why. He, maybe because they're double teaming him more, so he didn't. He was kind of worried about going inside and getting the ball stolen because the ball was getting stolen um, during this game. Yeah. So maybe that's what he was trying to do. I don't know. It was just an off game from him. I no one thinks he's going to go five for twelve again. So. He still scored twelve points too on the game. So yeah, yes. it, was, it was a rough game for him. Uh, yeah. Chet did awesome. Yeah, so, that that's my next my next point. Well, let's here. go. Let's, let's go. Neg- so um, I had the two negatives. So let's finish up the negatives real quick okay. and then we'll go to him because okay. he's gonna, he's definitely going to be the positive end of it all. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so the so it was three point shooting and then the turnovers for sure. And then yeah. defense. So I'll go three. I'll, I'll go the the three point shooting. The first half turnovers. It looked like they did better in the second half. Oh, oh way, way better, way better. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first half. Well, they have eleven. Eleven. Yeah, eleven and four in the second half. Yeah. So four in the second half. So they did a lot better in the second half. So they yeah they kind of tightened that up a little bit. So which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so turnovers were. It was weird turnovers too. It was like passes. So I think it's just turnovers that are working on stuff. Well, like I know there's a pass that uh, Chet like was trying to dish it off to. Oh my gosh, I forgot who that was. Um, Silas or somebody I forgot for like a layup, and the guy just missed yeah. it. Block out, block out. 
there's this weird turnover. It's like they're expecting the guy to be there and wasn't there or wasn't looking for the ball. Well, and they expected the turnovers. Um, five of those were on Chet Holmgren, and he was a, a young guy who was t- trying to learn the game of college basketball, you know. Yeah. And I think I think the majority of the, t- of the TOs were just guys trying to, to gel with the uh, – see their, you know, their timing and all that sort of thing. And I, I and he'll get better. And yeah. like we said last pod, yeah. is he was um, he takes the ball like he wants to get the rebound, and wants to run it, which is awesome, right? This is this team he's gonna get it and run it, which is awesome. But there's a few times where he the the um, defense caught up to him and stole the ball away from him. Yeah. So little things like that, like he'll work on. He'll know like no, I need to kick this one off. He's not gonna be able to do the things he was able to do last year. Yeah, even against Dixie State, like again going against Texas, he's really gonna have to watch that. Yeah, saying that he can't bring the ball up because he does awesome. He has good handles and things like that. He can do that. Oh yeah. Gonna have to if the guys start collapsing or double team him, kick it off, kick it off to Nimhard, kick it off to Hickman, kick it off to some of these other guys. Bolton, let Bolton grab and go. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just gonna that's gonna take time. And good thing we have this warm up game and kind of hopefully we'll get that out. And now we have some tape last three games and you can say okay, I can kind of I need to kind of kick this back. Yeah. And third thing, which is what I this is my biggest thing. I guess this is my number one. Yeah. Um, if you we know the de- the turnovers gonna kind of go down, but the defense, mm. I thought like the three point premier defense wasn't as good. Like I mean, they're leaving guys open. There's many times on that um, right side of the court, there'd be one guy guarding two guys, mm-hmm. and they just kind of move the ball around and get the open guy and shoot the ball. Yeah, I don't know. I think defense was really good, good actually, uh, for, the, for, that, for that game. But um, they're elite, they're they're elite level defense for sure. Um, okay, maybe, yeah, that's true. I expect higher because I don't think they're going to be. They may lead the country in points again, like they did last year. They yeah. may. I'm not going to say they're not going to. Yeah. But top five in points. But this, I was kind of expecting this team to be like ultimate defense, like number one defense in the country type thing, because they have the shot blocker. Which you saw that guys were letting guys go uh, mm-hmm. past them, and so check could block their shots. I'm not well, saying, well, yeah, well, I'm to a, a good, I think, but I think the issue was is that Dixie State is not a elite three point shooting team, and I think they just let let them ha- have open shots if they wanted it. So, well, any team you like, leave wide open, they're going to shoot like Dixie State shots forty three percent past the arc. Yeah. If Texas, you know, Texas is a strong team. If you allow Texas shoot forty-three percent past start, you're going to well, lose that game. Yeah, I don't think Texas is going to have what they did last game because they play Houston Baptist. So um, we'll see what they do against a, against a, a better defensive club for sure. Um, now, on Chet Holmgren' uh, experience last night or other night, uh, what a debut he had! Uh, Fourteen points, thirteen rebounds, seven blocks, and six assists. Almost had a triple double, almost. But your thoughts on his uh, game? From from Tuesday night, or Monday night, you can kind of tell they were they were holding things back. Even in this game, mm-hmm. they were still kind of holding things back because this is this is the type of game we were kind of expecting through the extra the other preseason games, right? And they were kind of yeah, kind of holding them back, not giving too much tape out there. And then he kind of went out and did this thing, and they still mm-hmm. did a bunch of stuff. Like I didn't see him do pick and rolls. Yeah. He did kind of do the high and low a few times, but I feel like that's going to be a bigger. Um, Focal point, I feel like this year yeah. was high and low to Tim, Drew Timmy. They didn't show that a lot this game. But even through this awesome game he had, right? This double double, almost yeah. a double double in the first half, which was yeah. awesome. Yeah. 
Um, they're still holding back on him. So I feel like I'm kind of excited to see the Texas game where they kind of release some of this stuff and let him kind of go at it. Yeah, no, he's he's all that um, he's all that they were they were counting on. He's he's a big difference maker. Yep. And before the year began, I said uh, to lock on lock on Zags um, host Andy Patton that that uh, that shit will average three blocks three blocks a game. He thought I was crazy, but um, I guess we'll find out. Um, I think it might be at least that every game. I mean every game, so we'll see. Yeah, um, three blocks would be heavy, heavy, huge. <laughs> yeah, three blocks is a lot of blocks in a game. Yeah, he's his. his right. He might be able to do it. There's a smaller competition. Even Texas is not that big of a team. They're not going to play no. guys that are seven feet tall very often. Yeah, and yeah, I because I, I think what I say is because we play in WCC, who aren't because uh, they're uh, they, they aren't a, they don't have a lot of big guys in the WCC. Um, there were a few guys, but I think it's going to be a, a swatting machine this year for Chet Holmgren. Um, so yeah, and uh, also, what 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 did you make of that sick full court pass he made to Hickman in the first? Oh half? my gosh, yeah, that was <laughs> that was sweet. That was fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. He, he can definitely pass. The guy can pass the ball. Mm-hmm. He, he had six passes. So he, I mean, even if you put the turnovers in there, his his yep. line is stacked. Yeah. Um, I know Robert Sacri, I was listening to his podcast the other day. Oh, okay. He compared um, Chet Holmgren to Austin Day. Uh, so what's your opinion? Uh, uh, no, no, thank you. Uh, I, know, I know that we had we all have I know we have yeah. I know we all have a bad like taste in our mouth when he was here. Yeah. But if you think about it, because we all kind of were like, okay, you're you're seven feet tall, go in the middle, go pound up, go gain weight, go down there. Yeah. But they kind of are the same kind of thing, shot blocking, big men that like to shoot threes. I can see that. As Yeah, I mean, not, I mean, Chet definitely is way, way, way ahead of Austin Day's talent. But I can see his point, though, of what they do, you know, both late. They do the same thing kind of thing, you know. I, but, I still feel like maybe I have to go back and watch tape on him. I, it, even in this game alone, I felt like um, Chet Holmgren proved that he was tougher. Oh yeah, day was like he still. They, yeah. which was kind of cool. Dude. They had like that zone breaking offense, right, where mm-hmm. they passed the ball to Holmgren about the free throw line, and he was kind of controlling the offense there. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of cool to see. Like he would either just take it if he's open, or he would pass it, or trying to. So that was kind of fun to watch. I never really saw um, Austin Day do things like that. Right. But Austin Day shot forty three percent from three point in his sophomore year. Yeah. So that's pretty good, and average two blocks a game, which is awesome. That's kind of where yeah, um, Chet Holmgren is trying to go for is you're saying three. If he can get past two, then he would. Yeah, I uh, think Chet's going to obliterate the uh, Clark block this season. I think he's going to just demolish that record easily. Yeah, yeah, um, and then Julian Strother led all scores with 17 points and 10 boards. And what did you think of that uh, T on that dunk? Out of half. Oh, um, kind of weak. I I get it. It's college. Yeah. So but, it's the whole like taunting thing. I get it. It's, it's, um, there's it's a weird. Not, there's good bad calls in the. I know. Yeah. In the goaltending on Chet. Oh, that was bad. Well, you know, it was it was a warm up game for the refs too. I'm not gonna go yeah. too crazy. If it was like, you know, if it was closer game or counted, maybe you would try to you know tell him yeah. to check. Not on the video, but 
you know, we still won by 30 plus. So I, you know, yeah. you don't have to rub it in there and be like, oh, check that, go check that. It's not goaltending. Yeah. So there, that, this, I don't know. There's a few things you can't do. Like I always get mad. They threw through technical fouls on when guys hang on the rim. So yeah. A lot of times guys are hanging on because there's a guy underneath them they don't want to jump on top of, and they'll call it that. And I'm like, because you're supposed to be like, dunk it and then get off. So they called the T because he he touched he, he tapped the backboard. Backboard. Are yeah, they kind of didn't. Yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, yeah, have, have some fun a little bit. You know, it's college. You know, let them have some emotion. And they also, and they also, every sports. They they go stream all these calls to start the season, yeah, and kind of get the kids to kind of uh, get their mind changed. Okay, we can't do, they can't do, it. and they'll kind of loosen up throughout the year. Yeah. So the you know these refs are doing the same thing. Let's go extreme for a few games, and then we'll loosen up for in December and January on through on. Right. Exactly. And they do the they do the same thing in the tournament. Like the first, you know, the first week of the tournament, they call really strict. Yeah. And then the time you get to the. Well, I guess I mean, the 16, 17 year with Gonzaga, but they usually kind of loosen up in the yeah in the final month in the final few tournament games. So exactly, and um, I believe that this season, I think that Rasir Bolton is going to be the X factor of this team, and he looked really smooth out there. He three thoughts on his. Well, he went three for four point three point line. Like that's what we kind of needed. We needed um, somebody to step up and and pull that defense back out. So if he can, if well, I don't think he's going to shoot seventy five percent for the season, but if he can shoot forty, then that's awesome. And he looks fast. His defense looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, the no, he's doing good. I kind of like the. Do you kind of like the, how the eight man rotations working out right now? Oh yes. Yes. With so you have Watson coming. He looks like he was the first guy to come off the bench, and then you have the two freshmen with Hickman and Silas getting the majority of the minutes. Yeah, and then it looked like they were. I thought Gray was going to be the the fourth big off the bench, or kind of the fourth big, second yeah. off the bench. But I think it's Perry. Nope, Perry's the Perry, first one coming Perry, off. Perry went in before Greg. Yeah, so Perry's going to be the guy. Looks like now that's going to be the. Yep. If a guy's in foul trouble, he's going to go and play and kind of cover up for some of those minutes, which he was kind of like a, a firework, all energy guy, right? He's kind of what we kind of thought. Um, that Watson. big guy that went to Arizona last year. Oh, Bala. What was that guy's name? Bala was kind of being like that big guy go out there and get rebounds and like dunk the ball. Yeah, but Bala had 10 points a lot. Is the first game with Arizona. So and nine rebounds. Was... No, he did good for Arizona. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, good game, which we know he's going to. He's yeah. uh he looked he looked pretty good last year before the injury in spurts, yeah, yeah. So I just think he had a bad attitude because he wasn't starting and wasn't getting a lot of minutes. So I think I think Few was like, okay, then I'm going to bench you. Then if you're going to whine, <laughs> he's done that before with I think I think Gibson was the same way. Gibson started whining and then Few was like, I'm not going to play you then. Yeah, there's plenty of guys on the court. If you're going to whine, you're not going to get anything then. Exactly. So, no, I think he's I think he's going to have a good career in Arizona. And I'm yeah. Hope he does great until he play Gonzaga and then hope he does well. <laughs> Yeah. If we play Gonzaga, I doubt we play him because we're because he hates to play plays his old his old coach. No, yeah, he won't be in the regular season. He'll be like in some sort of tournament, tournament. or, or yeah. a big tournament. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, whatever reason, if he doesn't like to go and play old coaches, come on, let's do it, man. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. That'd be a question I would like to ask him if we ever sat down with him. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, get Mark Few on this pod. Oh, that's easy easy to do that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I'll get him. Come on, you I'll can do that. I'll ask Heister to hook me up. I don't know. There you go. You got hook up. I, 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 I was like, no, no, you know, all this stuff. But um, finally, 
we have Anton Watson, who had five points, five steals, seven assists. He's looking in prime form right now. What are your thoughts on his game and what he can do in the, you know, this season, do you think? Keep it up. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. I thought he had uh, – yeah, he looked like he was all over the court with all the steals, right? I thought he had, like, ten steals. I'm I know. Like, There's another one. There goes another one. Yeah. Um, he was in there. He was fighting. He looked – but he still does it. He kind of gets gun shy when I feel like when he's open or I don't know. He just, he's not the shooter, the guy that I thought he was coming out of high school. He's still kind of nervous shooting the ball. He always wants to pass it. And that was a couple of his turnovers was um, the guys were like, okay, shoot it. And they would try to box out for the rebound and he would try to pass it to him. And you're like, why don't you just shoot it? I, I wish he would be more aggressive. He's super aggressive on the defense. Yeah. And he's in there fighting and he's, you know, and he's, and he's passed, but he's, yeah, he's kind of playing like a Mike Hart type oh, game. That's, that's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> I love Mike Hart. You were really a big Mike Hart fan. I thought I, Mike Hart did awesome um, without the offensive rebounds, I guess, but which is fine. He's a role player at this point. Yeah. I just thought he was going to have that corner three. He was going to kind of work into. <laughs> or least kind of a post-up game, and I'm just not seeing it yet. Yeah. And I figured by, especially his junior year now, he mm-hmm. would have him. But whatever. I we don't. I guess we don't really need him for offense, especially if he comes in with Silas or um, Hickman's not afraid to shoot the ball. So I know Hickman was getting in there, and he can yeah. drive, and he was shooting. So cool. Go in there and get rebounds, pass the ball, get your assists, and – no, um, get some seals. Perfect. We'll take it. He's awesome. You always need a guy that's not all about shooting and so. But when he's open, he needs to shoot him. And that was what I was worried about when it yeah. looked like he had um, some space on the guy he could put a shot up. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Now these are questions from Joe. Uh, you know. Um, so here we go. So um, what is your right now? What What is your way too early Final Four as it stands right now? Final four. Well, you have to go Gonzaga. Yeah. Everyone's picking UCLA. UCLA looks so I was kind of down on UCLA coming through the season. And everyone has, you know, UCLA, Gonzaga in the finals. They looked awesome in the last game. I did check a little bit of their game. They looked really good. Um, I'm going to, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy it yet. I'm not going to buy it until I yeah. see them. Gonzaga. So I'm not going to jump on the big wagon there. Nope. Michigan looks good. But the more I, Oh my gosh, Texas potential on paper. Texas yeah. is awesome. And I watched that game clearly scouting for our next game. Sure. So I'm going to go. Texas looks awesome. They had a little hiccups, I think, on their defense because I know um, Brad likes to play that zero middle defense. And it looked like they were having little issues there. Mm-hmm. But I think the time it gets to December, January, they'll be playing that pretty well. Yeah. In a fast tempo. So, I want to go Texas, Gonzaga, Michigan, and then you have that group of UCLA, Kansas, Duke, Villanova. Are you big on Purdue this year? They're pretty good, yeah. No, but Purdue's like one of those teams are like, they always get a tournament, you're like, oh, they're going to be good, you know, they have 25 wins or whatever, and then they go out and two and done, so I usually don't put it on them. Yeah. And same thing with Duke. Duke's one of those teams that are like on paper, they're really good. And they when they get tournament, they don't do very good. Right, right. Recently, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Oregon, I know, has a pretty good squad. Mm-hmm. Do you think Baylor could? How do you think Baylor is? They, no, they, they, they lost a lot, lot, but... lot. They lost a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So who do I have? I have Texas, Gonzaga. You said UCLA, I think. No, I'm not saying UCLA. I just oh, said they looked good. I'll oh, say Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Gonzaga. Let's go. Texas. Let's go. Michigan. And let's go. Villanova. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Um, I went with Gonzaga, Duke, Purdue, and UCLA in my final four. That's okay. my, my early, early pick. Um, that's early. Yeah, I hate doing. I hate doing this early because you're just going off of. Um, yeah, you're just going off stuff you just don't know. Right. Especially how big the transfer portal is. There's so many no, guys that's that ridiculous. Yeah. Move so much through this transfer portal this last year. I think I think Texas has, has like the whole team is all transfers. I think. Yeah, they have ten new guys on our team. Oh, ten, 10 new guys. Wow. Yeah, they have two starters coming back. Oh, okay. And so they, but they 10 new guys. So yeah. you just don't know, but they're, they're 10, you know, some of them are highly recruited guys and some were stars on our team. Like they have good guys coming on our team. Right. Exactly. We'll get into um, that. When we get into Texas. I'm pretty sure you're going to ask questions about that. So. Yep. Yep. Um, also from Joe, uh, tough one to answer though, but um, what is the best Gonzaga duo of all time in your opinion? Best Gonzaga duo. I um I see. I was a big, yeah. big Adam Morrison fan, and then I just I really liked Ravio. I think Ravio was under. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh! But even that year, if you go JP Batista, mm-hmm. I, I mean that was such a good team. Um, it was. Team, it was. The team, yeah. team needed to go further than it did. Um, that was uh, that was what made that made that UCLA game so hard. UCLA game, yeah. They had so much talent there. Ravio was awesome. I mean, Ravio was a great point guard. He's an underrated point guard just because Adam Morrison took over his, yeah. his spotlight. Right. And then he had all the issues. I think it was his senior year when he came back. He was having a lot of outside the yeah. issues and still had over 20 points a game. And yeah, he was, he was he awesome. He was a great player. Yeah. Great free throw shooter, great three-point oh, shooter. Like 95 great minutes. handles. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. Yeah. I just thought he was going to – I don't know. I thought he was going to be like a Jason Williams-type player in the league. And oh, okay. Do it. I just thought he was going to be – I think it was before his time. I think if he came out now – Yeah. I think oh, he'd be – yeah, he would have – definitely teams would be fighting for him. Yeah. Um, but, oh, my gosh. I'd go – so let's go. So I won't go him. I'll go JPPT stick because JPPT stick, 20 points, 10 rebounds. Okay. And no one knew about So they had that big guy down low that – and they didn't really run plays for him. It was basically just right. – Offensive rebounds and putbacks. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think he's still playing. How many years ago that is? I think he's still playing overseas. I think also oh, wow. in Brazil or somewhere. Playing. Yeah. I saw him. Oh my gosh. I did see him in the Olympics or something. Oh, yeah. Here. Yeah. So, so you say JP and Adam Morrison are your, are your, are, are, is your pick for the Dynamics? I'll, I'll say that, but I know you're going to give me two guys and I'll be like, oh, why didn't I pick them? Well, so, I have two options. Um, for two reasons, option one is Dick Allen Blake Step. Like they're like the one-two combo. They, they were really good together. That was another underrated teams that they had. Yeah. Like that was supposed to do a lot more if State yeah. didn't get injured. And yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good one. And then my other one is ba- is just based solely on how far they went in the tournament, and that was Nigel and Sabonis. That's a that was a ridiculous combination mm. right there too. So, 
Not Nigel and Big Piece. What's that? Not Nigel and Big Piece. Who's Big Piece? Really? Kronowski? Nah, he, he choked a little bit. Down the oh my gosh, there. his worst game he ever had was in the final. He still did an awesome year. I know, but Nigel and Sabonis, that guy was just a, <laughs> at the level. Sabonis, that guy. So I don't think that was Sabonis' best year, though. Well, I don't know. I don't know, but that's what I said with Ryan yesterday. Yeah. Anywho, that's my that's my my picks. But Kronowski was great too that year. I think too, he was great. I know. I just I just love. I don't. Know, I just love that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He may not have been the the best stat guy, but he he changed the game mm-hmm. um, so much where guys they could guard the perimeter a lot more. Right. Because. Um, Um, because they they knew that they had that piece and the they had that uh, oh my gosh what am I trying to say the guy back there that could block not really block shots but change shots alter shots yeah alter shots yeah are you even sh- are you sure Sabonis even played with Nigel oh yeah he did they were on the 2017 championship team because I'm looking this the things right now and it's Nigel. Uh, Kanowski, Jordan Matthews, Williams, Zach Collins, Josh Perkins, Nelson, Killian Tilly, Rui. Uh, I don't know if he was on that team, dude. Well, maybe I think that bonus left. Yes, bonus left in 2016 team. He was not on that championship game. Well, maybe it was I thought Mister it was well, and bonus, and then they both went pro. Oh yeah, yeah. Because remember, Kanowski got hurt, yeah. and they threw Sabonis in the starting lineup that year. Yeah, and that's when he had that big block blowout year, and he went pro. So maybe I think of Perkins and Sabonis is, is my thing is was my Perkins and Sabonis might be the one I was thinking of, not Nigel. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna disagree with you because that'd be the Wiltshire and Sabonis year. And if you want to you're not gonna go mm-hmm. with Perkins that year, you'd go with Wilkins. Well, Perkins had a great That's senior year. What's that? Perkins had a great and he, he just Yeah, but Sabonis wasn't there his senior year. Damn it! I'm, I have bad memory. So that'd been that'd been the Jonathan Williams and Killian Tilly year with Oh, uh, Bell would have been his senior year. Yeah. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, I guess I was wrong there. But what, about, what kind of podcast is this? <laughs> I don't know. But I said like seven, ten decades. Oh, I'm sorry. The, his senior year would have been with the the I think the Brendan Clark year, right? Oh, Clark. Okay. And yeah. then, uh, well, that'd be another. Oh, that's another good one. Yeah. Brendan Clark and uh, Rui. That was mm. kind of a fun team. Oh, my God. That was a fun team. Oh, oh my. Yeah. Because they were just tough. flying. Because you just had these two NBA – well, I thought there was three NBA guys there with uh, Zach Norvell, too. He just went too early. Yeah. And, um, but if I he also, came back for another year – Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Also, my other pick I had as a, as a third option was Bell and Pango. So, the team, they were pretty pretty great together. See, that's a, that's a, that's the one I thought you were going to bring up was oh, okay. Bell and Pango. Just because yeah. they had – um, those two together, I mean, they're stars from not day one, but game three. Yeah. I think it's when uh, Pangos came in. Nine three. their senior year. They, um, yeah. And then how far they went in the tournament, how great they did. Yeah. They just played. Well, those guys were awesome. I, I, I mean, yeah. yeah those, that was a great, probably the old time best duo just because they, yeah. it was a freshman year to senior year. They played all years. Yeah. They played they all made together. Runs yeah. in tournament. Um, they were just, I mean, and then, and Bell's still with the program now working his way up into coaching. Yep. 
So, I, yeah, I think now they kind of got overshadowed with some of these national championship teams. But those were always great years. I mean, oh, until yeah. Yeah. Um, everyone was putting Pangos as the best point guard in the program until mm-hmm. the national championship teams started coming up. And now you're like, no, probably, um, yeah, we have some other guys now. But obviously, post-Stockton, I would say, best point guard, post-Stockton. Um, but we never saw Stockton though. Where but I think we're going. But we're going with the Mark Few era. Mark Few era, yeah, 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 yeah. I think when we say these these teams are going to go with Mark Few era, and I'm pretty sure even with Stockton in his college years, you would probably still say maybe Pangos had better stats and stuff. Well, have you seen this? I looked at, I looked at his stats the other day. Stockton mm-hmm. for college, they are ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like he had like 700 assists in college at Gonzaga. Um, yeah, he. Uh, he he was pretty great great at, at GU. So, um, just based on on those stats, I, I thought it was pretty pretty dang good. Yeah, fortunately, I didn't I didn't watch him playing. Yeah, uh, too, too on Z- yeah, because <laughs> I think he got drafted the year I was born. So I I wasn't really into him back then. <laughs> right. Um, well, my pointer, pointer right now actually Gonzaga. So he played four years. No, you you I'll agree with you. He had four. He had tw- he had a twenty point season was seven assists his senior year, which that's a pretty good year. I don't care what level you're playing. Yeah. That's a pretty good year. Oh, yeah. Senior year, 29 points a game. Four assists, almost eight. Points. Um, yeah, his three three point nine steals his senior year. Oh my goodness, <laughs> four steals yeah. a game his senior. Year. He in his four years he averaged two and a half steals a game. Oh my gosh, that's your big shocker right there. Yeah, that's like that's an NBA player. Well, that's I guess that's the reason he was so good at assists and steals when he was a little bit. <laughs> yep, and also okay, uh, yeah. Uh, Joe asks, "Can you think as far this is as far as in the Mark era, obviously? Uh, can you think that Gonzaga had has last has lost? Sorry, has lost more than two games by double digits in a season. I can't think of anything like that in Mark era myself. Oh, I have to go back. Is there is there time? I, I mean, it'd be I, probably hard. It'd be hard to. I, just, I mean, it'd be hard for me to think of." Um, a time they've lost one game, double figures. Well, that would be the Steph Curry game in the tournament. I would, I would. Is say. that the last time was Steph Curry game? But didn't you say regular season? Well, no, just in as far as season, as far as the whole season. Well, you know, with March Madness. Is, on, that one was that was double figures back then. I think. Yeah. I remember they um, kind of played it close, and they kind of, and then Davidson made a little run there. I thought it was close. Yeah. Because I remember like uh, Stephen Gray. Uh, even Gray had like nine threes also. Like he was shooting lights out of that game, I remember. Like they were kind of going back and forth. Right. Um yeah, Dave, yeah, Davidson was really good that year. And they had a good run there. Yeah, that well, they had I remember this is going off my memory, but because this has gone been a long time ago since I remember that. But I just remember they had like right. they had those two guards. They had Steph Curry and they had like another little guard that was also shooting really well. Yeah. And then all the other guys. Were jobs where the other three guys were jobs were just get the rebound and throw it to those guys, like get the rebound and throw it to them. Um, I, I, so I like guess. they had all these role players, they're like, okay, we have our two shooters, 
and yeah. then we'll everyone else is just set screens um and then get rebounds and kick it out i guess i guess the game was actually, no, yeah, actually a close game we lost by we lost 82 to 76 so lost by like what six points there i think so was that the davidson game yeah 82 40 points that game so yeah, I mean, what, are you, what are you talking about? That was double figures. Well, that's that what, was what Ryan amazing. said. So I, what? I was like, oh, I didn't think it was that. I oh, I didn't think so. I thought it was close. I thought it came yeah. down and then like yeah. step three, shot a three, yeah. and then that kind of like spread it out, and then we tried to make a three or something, and then we had a foul at the end. Like it was right. close, and then we yeah. started making, then we had a foul. No, I remember I being close. All our losses under our queue have all been like uh, points, I think. So yeah, I don't know. Been, I'm trying to remember. They've all been close. So. There hasn't been many, so you think we would remember that? <laughs> Maybe the remember that Texas Tech game a couple years ago in the tournament? Yeah, it was close. Yeah, yeah I don't. How was that Florida I, State game? Was that close? What's that? Was that Florida State game when Tilly got hurt? Was that one close or? Yeah, all, all of them were close. Yeah, no, no, nothing we played. Well, I'm just yeah. No, the games are usually close, and we lose by a little bit. But usually, when you kind of get that double team, you're down by six or whatever. And then you need to start fouling, yeah. and then you start fouling, and then it goes to double figures. But yeah, I don't, I, I can't put it. I don't know. I can't remember two in their whole time. Yeah, back for you I know. I, right. can't, I can't remember one. So. Exactly. All right. And here's a good one. Let's, here. let's not let's not try to remember those. Let's not remember those games. Let's move to the good times. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, speaking of bad times, here's another one from Joe. Um, when was the last time? I have an answer for you, but I looked it up myself. When, when was the, the last time Gonzaga finished third or worse in the WCC? And can you remember when that when that happened? So would that that be the Fitzgerald years? Fitzgerald, yes, yes. Uh, I'm just gonna throw. I don't know. I'm just gonna throw a year of because they were kind of building. Mm-hmm. I'll go ninety six. Yeah, that is correct. Nice, nice. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I remember like, like Fitzgerald's like building that program, then passed up to Munson. Yeah, and then Munson took over. Actually. He actually had like three good years in there. Yeah. And then he left for Minnesota, the two took over. Yep. Got for, got for fourth. It went eight and six in the WCC that year. Eight and six. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Those are pretty at the end. Okay. Sweet. Exactly. <laughs> now, now to more positive. <laughs> Uh, tones here from Joe. Um, what are your thoughts of Gonzaga being the first team in history, NCAA history, to win th- thirty plus games in the in the five straight seasons? And aren't they like six years of the Sweet Sixteen as well? That's the next, okay, next so, half year, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they, this is also the argument where people are like, "Well, they don't play anybody hard." Yeah. I guess you can kind of say that with a 30 point, but if you're going to this, so I'll add this sweet 16 onto this. Yeah. It's not just the 30 point wins, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then people bring up that argument uh, for they don't play anybody good. They play the WCC. So yeah, they're going to easily get 30 points, but 30 wins is huge. Where's yeah. all these other teams that are also <laughs> weak divisions winning 30 games a year. It's not happening. It's not, not happening. Yeah, not happening. But you're also throwing in six straight years of the sweet 16. Yep. Which, if that's incredible, because no team, where's your Dukes at? Where's your UCLA? Mm-hmm. Team? It doesn't matter in the tournament what conference you're in, right? It doesn't matter. You're yep. playing great competition, the top mm-hmm. 24 teams in the tournament. Even, and then if you say, well, they have a better, if they're number one seed, they have a better line to it. That only really counts in the 
we were playing the 16 team, but right. as we can tell, years ago when Virginia lost this week yep. to a, um, a 16 C team, yeah, that that's not always guaranteed either. So, no, it's awesome. You just have to praise. This is this is what makes guns. I don't know why they haven't put Fudin in the Hall of Fame yet. Like he I needs know. to be in the Hall of Fame now. I know they kind of wait till team like guys retire and then wait a little while. Yeah. Put him in the Hall of Fame now. He's a Hall of Fame coach right now playing. Yeah. There's what's the bad news on there? There's no bad news. No, 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 no bad news. No bad news. Um, all right. And this is also a trivia that I have for you as well. Uh, so Gonzaga, as you said, um, has been the six straight Sweet 16s. That's great. But can you name other schools that have have ever had longer streaks? Oh my gosh. I do. Wasn't like Michigan. I think I remember something like Michigan had four or something. Yeah, I think Duke, Kansas, I think Duke, Kansas, Kentucky had a long streak. Are you talking but, about all times? Um, well, I'm not or sure. Right now or it, it was it was vague. So what I did is UCLA. I, wouldn't UCL be the most? Because they had like that. 70. Oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I but I did what I did with those. I I I looked at the current ones actually right now. Mm-hmm. And as far yeah, so so it's guns. I get number has six straight. Michigan has four in a yeah, row. Yeah, yeah. Florida State has three. Oregon, Houston, two, and then there's a bunch of with with one. So. Oh wow! So, wow. Okay. So it's even that's that's sad because even better when it's like yeah. one has four, then it goes three, then it goes two. Yeah. So where's like yeah? You think there'll be okay? Well, there's a bunch with five. There's a bunch with four. Yeah. You know, you're, you're literally like in a handful of people that have more than two. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's crazy. Okay. That's that's, 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 that's you know, dominant. I thought it was like yeah. I thought it was like Gonzaga six and then a bunch with like twenty with four. But no, oh, it, no, yeah. Nope. Well it be, I guess it won't be twenty because it's only six. Right. Sixteen <laughs> teams. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah last awesome. year I guess there's a bunch I went out because there's a lot of under there was a lot of um under seeds, I guess, that made it to the sweet sixteen last year. Yeah, Which happens yeah. every year. Yeah, you had uh uh, Chicago, um, well, Chicago made it. Yeah, they kind of do this, like, yeah, they're, yeah, they'd be kind of fun to watch in the tournament the last few years. Yep. Um, yep. And is the last, the last thing you asked before I ask about Texas is, um, can you name, well, in your opinions, your opinion though, but name the current blue blood schools in college basketball if you know who they might be as of right now. Well, Gonzaga. Yeah. I think yeah. Gonzaga's overcome. Even they haven't won the national championship yet. Yeah. You're getting a number one recruit. You're making two national championships in five years uh-huh. and now you're competing for a third one. You're a blue blood now at this point. You know, you got the top recruiting class. You're number one. So you're getting the best guys. You're getting good transfers. Yeah. So I'd go Gonzaga. Duke's always going to be up there until we'll see after Coach K leaves what yeah. happens there. All right. Kansas is great every year. Kentucky still gets great recruits. Uh-huh. Uh, Illinois has been, oh my gosh, I kind of want to say Illinois just because they've been kind of good last couple Illinois? of years. Illinois? They've been good last couple of years, though, and they're getting good as recruits. A, as a blue blood? I don't know. I'm, I'm saying they're a bigger school. Illinois is oh, a huge man. school. Uh, they are, but. Uh, I guess it's back. Yeah. I don't really want to give to UCLA, maybe just because of the name and their LA mm. school. So you get to go to LA. But they haven't yeah. been good until recent. Like I mean, even last year they weren't that good. They had a good run. That's what they had a great run. Yeah, yeah. 
great run. They played it hard against Gonzaga. Yeah, Michigan. Um, yeah, they had great. They had a great yeah. run. But even going to the tournament, they, I think they were like the yeah. first, the uh, last four in or something like that. Yep. So, oh my gosh. Well, for me, it's for me, it's Gonzaga, Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, and that's Michigan State probably, and that's probably about. Oh, you're there. keeping your list short. Okay. Let's are like a, an elite group, you know, just elite, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Illinois would be if you're going to keep elite, Illinois is out. I'd probably yeah go Gonzaga. I think Michigan's a blue blood. Kansas, they're, sure, they're Kentucky, rising up. Yeah. I just think they've been good forever. So. Oh really? Okay. Well, ever since I was a kid, they've been great. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Mm, yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah. Because Michigan okay. hasn't been Fine. Gonzaga, Kansas, Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. We'll call it. We'll put the old Duke in there. You got four. There we go. Okay, I'll be out of it. All right. Now maybe um, I'm going through my my Michigan bias. Four <laughs> four Sweet Sixteens uh, going to the Sweet Sixteen. That's that puts you up there. Oh, you get and they get great recruits. Oh, Michigan. No, right. I'm, gonna throw, I'm gonna throw Michigan in there. There you go. Five. That's that's fine. That's fine. Um. All right. Now before we get into some NBA some NBA talk. Oh, here we go. Before we get to that. Uh, just um, give me your thoughts on this Texas Longhorns team. And what can they do to 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 key to win this game on Saturday night? So I know you. I know you're gonna poo-poo uh, Houston Baptist. I am, and I'll do and I'll do that right with you. Okay. Um, they're they're not the best team. No. But if you shoot sixty percent past the line it doesn't matter if somebody's oh, guarding you or not i mean if i go out there right now i'm not going to shoot 63 60 past the yard yeah, yeah. so 60 percent mm-hmm. of three pointers that's it's good it's that's really crazy good. you gotta start guarding this and we didn't do a very i don't feel like we did a good job guarding against dixie state like we were leaving guys open mm-hmm. like i said that if you that top of your screen i don't know what you call that right side of the post there or left right. post um yeah. the block yeah yeah, that three-point line, it was yeah. – I feel like most of the game, there's one guy guarding two guys. Yeah. I don't know if that was like a defensive thing, like they were um, zoning that side and manning up on the other side, mm-hmm. or they're just playing a zone. I don't know what they were doing, but they kept leaving a guy open where they those two would kind of pass it back and forth, and then whoever got open shot it. Right. You saw like um, Julian get caught in that. You saw Watson get caught in that, and you're like, okay, well, they can't guard both those guys. So mm-hmm. if we're playing that kind of game – they're, yeah, they're, they're going to shoot 60% on this also. So this team can shoot. They're good. I mean, these are senior-laden team. They got a lot of juniors and seniors transfer over into the team. Yeah. They played this smaller running team when they have um, three guard, two forwards. They don't have a lot of um, height. Yeah, that's that's. A I mean, their starting lineup, their tallest guy is Christian Bishop, which he's pretty good. Yeah. Um. I think he averaged like 18 points or 19 points last year. Um, okay. From Creighton, he, we played we played against him in Creighton. Oh, a, right. We, yeah, we get that team. Yeah. Um, but he he's six seven. Oh, like six seven. Like, yeah, and we had their other the other guys, tall guys, six six. So they kind of play this shorter team that runs it, which Gonzaga can run. Like that's oh. their. Oh, yeah, so this is gonna play. Yeah. I can't like that's so why I can't wait till the Alabama game. The Alabama game, there's, we're oh. he's gonna play. Yeah. 200 we're all he's gonna score like 110 points we all like to run. this this game can get scary because this team can yeah. shoot so yeah. if but if we can guard um which we can yep um Hickman's a great defensive player mm-hmm. he you no know, we're we can guard that 
which they were doing really well. It looked like on that bottom um, tier where they were kind of guarding tight and letting the guys go past him. And then Chet was just blocking their shots. Yeah, yeah you can go past me. I'll guard you tight and you pass me. You got Chet to worry about. Exactly. So if we yeah. kind of put that same thing, keep Chet in the bottom. Um, and then um, guard tight defense and they pass our guys, then we have Chet to block shots and whatnot. Yep. And um, Timmy has to play better. I'm sorry, Timmy has to, he has to go at them. He has to kind of show his dominance and get and get some fouls called and get in there. Oh, he will. It's, it's, it's Texas, man. He's he's up for it. Let's, let's get yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I totally agree with you. This is his yeah. home. He's yep. going to have a bunch of friends and family there. And you saw him. And you and I, I think, yeah, he'll step up. He'll play great. And he'll bring his A game because now he has his family and yep. friends there and cheering him. He's probably going to have a huge cheering section for him. Mm-hmm. So I think I – th- no, no, I totally disagree. I, I think – I totally agree with you. That that yeah. game was an offset. Throw that game away. Yeah. He's not going to be playing that way. I just – he just needs to go at him. Oh, yeah. He needs to get more fouls called against their, their team. So Yeah. And did, did you see the, the video yesterday of Jimmy after the game was over with the fan and, at Gonzaga? Did you see that? I didn't, no, I didn't watch um, that. Basically, there's a fan um, by the tunnel at Gonzaga mm-hmm. um, from the game at Dixie State, and he, and the audio shows the fan saying to Drew, um, I will Vimo you $100 if you drop 40 on Texas. And you know, that's can't do that because that's against the rules. And he goes, Fuck no, <laughs> on, the way, on the way out. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Timmy. Well, he's yeah, he's such a good. You can tell he's such a good leader, and he's yeah. a great interviewer. Yeah, like oh, I, some of his interviews I gotta watch that. But some of his interviews have been just awesome to watch. So yeah. not only is he's like a top guy on the court, but he's also like fun to go talk to. Right, I think he's just a great guy to go hang out with sometimes. Yep, yep, exactly. All right, now we go into your specialty, the NBA. Um, so these are also from Joe. So, will the Warriors be back in the NBA championship if they stay healthy this season? I'm sorry, what was that? Who was? The, War- the Warriors. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, I actually got some information because I actually, I actually saw something come through. It said uh, Clay Thomas might come back before Christmas. Yeah. So... So I'm going to say, so I think last week I said they'll kind of squeak in because they might get an injury or whatever. Right. right? Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't know Clay Thompson, they're doing good. And then Clay Thompson wasn't even playing with him. Oh, okay. So no, I'm going to say they're pretty good. If they're doing this good already. Yeah. And then they get Clay Thompson back. But Clay, I know Clay Thompson has been out for a few years. So maybe it'll take some time for him. Well, almost. Maybe he's just been working on three even more. I've just been doing half court threes for the last few years. I don't know why. I don't know reason why he's injured or anything. ACL, yeah. Oh, ACL. Okay, so he probably not doing too many jump shots. Right. Um, But no, let's yeah, let's go for it. Okay. He's good. They're going to be good. All right. All right. Um, What are your thoughts that people born in 2001 are now being drafted at drafted in the NBA? Um, that yeah, that makes twenty years. So I agree with yeah. I guess twenty means years we're, means we're getting older. That's what it uh, basically it boils down to. I, I I you know 
I knew I was getting older a long time ago. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I've been long for I've I've embraced my oldness now. <laughs> I, got, I got the gray hair. Yeah, I got a couple gray in my beard. Yeah. It, it's taken it's harder and harder to wake up in the mornings. I gotta do my stretches every morning to Oh, okay. So I've embraced my old age. So yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. It feels like a long time ago when um, everyone was freaking out about the computer shutting down. So the Y2K, you know. yeah. Yeah, Y2K, yeah. That, I, seems, I, that seems like a I, long time I ago. That at this all. I was like, this is, a, this, is, this is just a hoax. This is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah and, I um, didn't understand that either, but maybe maybe it was like all those old generations, like, what's going to happen to computers? And us as kids, like, grew up <laughs> computers, we're like, you just right. reboot it. That's what we do. When, yeah, a, when Nintendo breaks, we just blow in the cartridge and throw it back in there. It does pretty good. Like, why don't you just do that? Yeah, it was like growing up computers and video games. We kind of knew a little better. Exactly, and they 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 were like the world might end. The world might end. So stand by. We'll we'll see how the other world how they react. How, how yeah, we we didn't know twenty years we twenty years from then a virus is going to shut the whole world down. So it was just a different kind of virus, right? <laughs> that was one virus. But yeah, was unfortunately, yes. Mm. <laughs> uh, did we just skip, did we just skip Texas? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you just skip the whole pre about Texas? Did we go through their kind of a scouting report on them? Well, I, I asked you about it, and I don't know. Okay, I didn't. You, we kind of had a look. Okay, have, okay, go on with your NBA. You said they have all the, all the <laughs> three pointers. They got some big uh, six, seven guys. So yeah, we went through that a little, little bit. Yeah. Okay, we're good. We're good. Yeah. We, we we put we put our two minutes in there. We're good. <laughs> exactly. All this research, and we'll just throw it away. And we'll go to NBA. Um. By the way, did you hear Chris Beard? His comments today on Gonzaga yesterday. Did you hear that? What, what What did he do? Chris Beard, the coach for Texas. He's talking about yeah, Gonzaga's yeah. game. Um. Gotta find it here, but it was pretty interesting. Uh, what he said. Um, because um, it was kind of like, uh, let's see if I can find it. Or maybe I can't find it right now. But actually, Theo Lawson actually had it on his Twitter, so I can find him his Twitter. But he's playing the moral game right now, the moral the moral uh, win game, I think, in his comments. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, do, do, do. Sorry, gotta find. He went. He took a lot of stuff here. Great radio. Maybe I should go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I may almost have it here. Almost have it. Let's see. Skip Bayless. Back. Man, he tweets a lot of stuff. Oh my. Well. Uh... Also, talk about food again. So, what oh, if you had a fight yeah. and you only had an apple in your hand? That's <laughs> pieces. Yeah. Would you throw them like ninja stars, or would you <laughs> oh, look them it. in the eyes with it? I found it. I found it. <laughs> All right. So yesterday, <laughs> Chris Beard on Facing on Zaga, quote, We're going to win that game Saturday night, no matter what the scoreboard says, because we're going to learn so much about ourselves. It's exactly what we need early to see where we are at. Thoughts okay. Like a moral win loss quote basically from Chris Beard. Well I just think no I, I think it's he's like I have we have a good team. I mean they have great players yeah. oh. coming I mean yeah. leaders of their team like um Allen's a really good player Bishop's a really good player even like Mitchell coming off the bench is a pretty good player. Uh -huh. Um they have great players so they have the potential and the talent. 
to beat Gonzaga. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's going to happen. I think Gonzaga being home with their crowd, going yeah. crazy, that I think they're going to pull it off. Uh, but they have a great team. And it was a good it was a good question. He's like either way, I think we have the talent to win, but if we don't, we're still going to learn how we we um how we stack up against the best of the best. And that's what yeah. teams were doing last year. Everyone knew we were the best team. Yeah. They were basically just like, okay, if we can just keep it within 10, that's a victory for us, right? Then right. we know, well, we can we can play them. We can play them hard. We, we're, we're a good team. We can win our division. We can play Gonzaga tough. If Texas comes in here and it's a close game and battle and we end up win, winning at the last second of a three or something or like a free throw, then Texas knows they can take that as a win and go, okay, we can we can take down our division, right? Yeah, we we can win a lot of our games. It's going to be an uplifting thing, and that's kind of how Gonzaga is now. Like before, like people get in the early two thousands when you bring Gonzaga in here, we would beat and we would beat them. They'd be like, "Oh, that sucks that we lost," but we were we're a good team now. That teams aren't afraid of playing us because even if they lose to us, it doesn't hurt their tournament chances. Yeah, because you lost the number one team, it's still a, a good quality loss. Oh yeah. Yeah, and look at your stuff, and then also gives your team to say, "Hey, look, we played Gonzaga tough. We can go and play TCU and do really good. You know, right. we can play Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. You know, we can play some of these teams that are in our division. Even Kansas, we can go play them. Yeah, because we played Gonzaga tough. We played the best of the best, and we didn't back down. If they end up coming in and beating us, oh my gosh, that'd be a yeah, that's a win for them, right? You beat the number yeah. one team at their place, and now you know, that's the top of the, the best ranking you can get. And they're going to be, they could just use that for the rest of the season. Yeah. yeah no, there's, there's no loss there. There's any of you get killed. Even Gonzaga wins by 20. Right. You're like, okay, well, we lost by 20 to Gonzaga. Right. That's yeah. not a big loss either. So it's not a, you're not going to, it's not a lose anything for Texas. They can okay. come in here. They can beat yeah. us. It's awesome. If they lose to us by little, it's still awesome. Yeah. And if they kill by us, it's a good, it's a good loss. So yeah, I hear you. Win, 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 win. Um, so I agree. I agree with his statements. Those aren't yeah. bad statements. That's coach talk. That's coach talk. Yeah. Um, but before we, go, before we go on the NBA again, um, I listen to sport. I listen to uh every day on every night actually or morning whatever it comes out. Um, I listen to the Softy and Dick podcast from K- from KJR, and yesterday's show, um, from about the Huskies' loss to, uh, Northern Illinois. And they said that Gonzaga is the best team in the land, and it irritates the hell out of them because they're Husky fans. And I made me, it gave me great, great glee to hear to hear that talk from the west side of the state. Yeah, that, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, because 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 they're, they're haters, and uh, it just makes me so happy to see, to see them uh, eat some crow a little bit. But uh, anyways, um, well, yeah, well. That's Seattle for you. <laughs> Don't get me started. Seattle, they're just grumpy <laughs> people. It rains too much and stark over there. Yeah. <laughs> they, they hate their lives, so. They hate their lives, okay. Let them be grooming with their, with their horrible sports team. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, people are going to hate me now. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to isolate the whole. Uh, but no, no. Exactly, no. I just have three more NBA questions. Then we'll end on Food Corner. Uh, so Joe um, says, in his first 10 games, in his first two seasons of play, who's playing currently right now, he's in his seventh year. Um, 
these stats in those first 10 games of the first two seasons of his, of his career. So 200, 200 plus points, 100 plus rebounds, 50 plus assists, 10 plus, 10 plus three points made. Um, can you name that player? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't know. <laughs> it is Julius Randle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, not, that's hard for you. Um, and then that's probably for Ryan. Probably Ryan would get that question right. He did not. He, uh, oh, okay. Wasn't close, but you know, he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, we need to get Ryan and I on the same podcast and then we could, it's gotta he be, could do the NBA questions and then we can go back and forth. Maybe we'll make it work. Yeah. Let's, let's make it work next week. Let's, let's schedule that. All right. All right. Ultimate um, podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Also, uh, this is the first player in it. 30 plus points, 10 plus assists. He plays in a game that came off the. <laughs> I don't know. And he's still playing. <laughs> it's Ricky Rubio. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, this is one you actually you can't answer this one because this is a non. Oh, Ricky Rubio. Oh, I, I know him. Actually, I know him because I was checking up on. Oh, gosh, I, I can tell you what t- team he plays for. Yeah. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, right? Maybe. Right, no. right, right, right. Because he, he plays. Uh, he's played he's for a lot of teams. So, yeah. What's that? He's played for a lot of teams. I'm not sure where, where he's. Where he's but this year, because I saw him on the Kevin Pangos. When I was looking up Kevin Pangos. Oh, okay. He's playing with Kevin Pangos over there in Cleveland. Rubio. Let me see. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, for, for this year, the Cleveland Cavs this year, yes, because he, he's with Phoenix last year. So, yeah. Yeah, look at me. Let me throw down some NBA stats. Woohoo! All right. <laughs> now, this he needs to start doing bad so Kevin Pangos can get some minutes over there. I don't know if that's going to happen, but yeah. <sighs> he's going to hurt or something. Yeah, exactly. This last I have, the NBA I have is uh, who um, of, all, of all time, which, which, has the best NBA interview? Close, but what, what's your pick for the best NBA interview of all time? The best interview, like the best. Are you like talking who, about the best player who gives the best interviews? Yeah. Not like an interview. You're not not someone that's interviewing people like pro, like ex pros. No, no, it's like the kills and your. That gives the best and, and all that. Yeah. So they're playing and they're getting interviewed. Who was yeah. the best one? So this goes back to my go back to my days. Clearly, it's gonna go old time. Yeah. It, it has to be like the fun atmosphere of like because like Michael Jordan kind of gave. Come here, kid. I got I got a baby here that wants me to play with. Yeah. Um, but the the. I'd go Shaquille O'Neal just because yep, he was kind of right there, yeah. like Michael Jordan was always kind of even LeBron James. It yep. was like give those like uh, typical answers, right? They're right. PG answer. Like we're yep. playing good, good team, blah 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 blah. But I feel like I don't, I don't, I, mean, I guess I don't remember Charles Barkley very much. But Charles Barkley was great. Yeah, Barkley was great also. But I remember Shaquille O'Neal being kind of crazy. I mean, I remember him like. Throwing a pie in Kobe's face or something <laughs> like that. I don't know if that's true. I might just yeah. be making that up. But I remember like funny things even happening when he wasn't getting interviewed. Yeah, like, Shaq, yeah. Shaq's the best interviewer. In- interview um, by far. 
um, because he did some raps, he did some playing on some pranks uh, interviews. So he. Um, all right. Now we edit edit on food corner. So, um, all right. So all all from jokes after the last ones from my other other friend Ryan from Shadow Park. But, um, all right. So, what do you think of the rubbery fungus called mushrooms? Oh, what do you think about mushrooms? Yeah. What do you rubbery fungus? <laughs> That's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love mushrooms. Um. Oh my gosh, you can do so there's, much with it. There's saute it. it. It tastes yeah. good on pizza, pasta. Um, you can throw them on sandwiches. You can throw oh. them on steak. You can do so. I mean, there's. It's basically like an onion. You kind of do anything you want with them. You can throw them oh. in omelets. You can have them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mushroom is the one food out that that gives me like a gag reflex. Oh, uh, is it because of the texture or something like that? I I think so. I mean, it's not good for me. Yeah, not good at all. Large um, chestnuts, same thing. What's that? Large chest. I just don't it, mushrooms, especially if you cook them. Yeah. There's not a lot of flavor. Like you, it's a texture. It's supposed to be a texture it's thing. Slimy, I, guess. I think it's just slimy and gross, and yeah. Well, I don't, why, why, why are they I don't slimy? <laughs> why are you? Are you Mushrooms picking them out like, of the backyard or something? No, off the pizza. Disgusting, yeah. Um, no, I don't anyways. know. Okay. They're, yeah. They shouldn't be slimy. I don't know. I think you're cooking your pizza or you're getting the wrong I mushrooms. I don't cook any mushroom. okay. mushrooms. So if somehow they get on there, they're like, very, they're very um, diverse. Yeah. You can do a lot with mushrooms and different kinds of mushrooms. Yeah. And you can, I mean, you usually can change flavor by sauteing and cooking differently. And if you have them, um not cooked mm-hmm. so yeah. i don't i i kind of yeah it's a hard path yeah i guess it's probably just a, it's one of those things where some people like them some people don't kind of like majority of food right some people have this weird yeah. wish with right. stuff and so yeah I, you just can do a lot with mushrooms on my nfl podcast i did on tuesday um three of the four of us uh, don't like mushrooms, so d- definitely majority of that don't like mushrooms. But... Is it put, it put it on your? Do you still do your polls, your Facebook polls? No, they don't. No, because uh, I remember you used to do Facebook polls all the time. Well, I did, but but then Facebook took away the option of the uh, votes on the votes I had, so they. Took oh that really? Away. Yeah. So Let's say you should do some. Well, you can just always just write in your Facebook right. site. Oh. Who likes mushrooms? Give me. A thumbs up or a thumbs down, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's true. I'll, I'll do we should see. I bet just more. I bet just closer to 50-50. I'll do, that, I'll do that tonight. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll let you know how it, how it goes. All right. Now, uh, who out there who don't like pineapple pizza? Are you one of those people that don't like that? Um, I'm not a hard strike. My kids and my wife love their Hawaiian pizza, right? Me too. Me too. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't like a sweetness on a pizza, so that's okay. not a big thing. I would rather have the yeah. meat and mushrooms. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. I'm not really a sweet pizza type person, okay. but I don't see anything wrong with it. If you want some like yeah. sweetness added to it, like you like the the pine the pineapple with the candy and bacon mm-hmm. that's basically yeah. the only thing i ever see it on you like when you have like the supremes and stuff like that people don't put mushrooms or don't put mushrooms they don't put pineapple on like their supreme pizza or anything. so it's usually just that hawaiian combo 
exactly. I'm not much of a sweet pizza person, so I'm against it. I don't. I'm not going to tell you you have to be against it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm not one of those people like it's not a pizza if it doesn't have if it has pineapple. I'm, no, I'm not that type of person. I'm just like it's just not my. I like pineapple. Yeah, I like pineapple by itself for sure. And I actually like you can cook up some pineapple and put them with some fried rice and stuff. And or, or or on a burger. Yeah. On a burger. Um. Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah. have like a Hawaiian burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I I I agree with that. Yeah. Um. Also. Uh, I love food, so I'm not going to disagree with anything. <laughs> exactly. Um. Also, tell me why ketchup should not exist. Oh, that's an easy one. It's basically just tomato with tons of ketchup. It's not. Hey, kiddo. So I got my baby with me today. She's yeah, that's she's, fine. She wants to add onto this. She's a big ketchup fan. I'm taking that here. Uh, ketchup's like a kid thing because it has so much yeah. sugar in it. Right. It's more of like I mean, my kids love it. They'll dip all their stuff into it. Right. They'll put their fingers in and eat it because it's just a sugary substance. But I mean, gosh, it's not healthy for you whatsoever. Yeah. It's not. Even, that good. I mean, there's so much more sriracha sauce if you want to go with some something that has really good flavor to it with some good garlic. Yeah, you can do a sriracha sauce, or you can just kind of go with. Um, there's so much. I mean, there's so much more sauces now. I mean, I know. Around, there's like 20 different sauces. Yeah, and the the ketchup is just basically for kids to eat like their uh, fries and chicken nuggets and their grilled cheese sandwiches. They dip them in there, but it's yeah. just like a it's a kid thing. So that one's easy. Um, my friend Ryan Lund uh, said that um, he think he says if you're over 12 years old, you should not be using. Be using... I kind of agree with that too. I'm, I'm kind of yeah. that same boat. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not using ketchup my hamburgers. If I'm using ketchup my hamburgers, it's not a good hamburger because you should be like if you're using avocado. Using some guacamole on your hamburger or a ranch. I know ranch is healthy for you either. My hamburger, mustard. Uh, mustard, great. That's that's probably what you should be using more is like mustard with your turkey. And yep. Why are you putting ketchup on that? It's ruining the. It's, it's such a strong taste. It's gonna be ruining yeah. the flavor of your meat and your cheeses. I I agree. If you were a kid and you would get like Velveeta cheese and you had to like dip something in ketchup right to get the flavor. Oh. There's like no flavor to your sandwiches. But if you really have a good sandwich, you, why are you going to ruin it with ketchup? <laughs> okay, I agree with you, buddy. Exactly. I agree with Ryan. Did you see it was Ryan? I agree with Ryan. Ryan are on the same page there. Yep, Ryan Lund. Yep. All right. Well, you have a magical lunch bag that feeds you once a day. Now, you have to eat it every day at work for a month. What would you put in your magical lunch bag? Okay, so you had to eat it. Yep. Oh, I was gonna say, well, if I get it every time, then put like a cheesecake in there or something like that. Yeah. But I don't eat cheesecake every day, right. so you had to eat it. Um, so I've been doing this like intermittent fasting thing where I don't eat and I don't I only eat until dinner time. Oh, okay. But if I had to eat some, it's only one thing. Or can did you put a minimum? A full lunch, yeah, a full lunch, yeah. So I couldn't just be like an apple or something. You want a full lunch? Yeah, full a full meal, yeah. Okay, so if you want to like keep it kind of healthy, but still fill you up and get you energized for your day, uh-huh. um, you'd go with a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Oh, okay. Um, get get that protein. Yeah. Go with some nuts. Okay. Um, and then get your maybe like an apple. Uh-huh. 
get your fruit in there. So you get your fruit with your, with your apple and you get your protein with your nuts, your peanut butter jelly sandwich and get your sugar uh-huh. and your carbs with your peanut butter jelly sandwich. So you get your whole round meal right. and then throw water in there. And then you have, and I think you could eat, I mean, I could eat a peanut butter jelly sandwich every day. I could eat nuts every day. So you wouldn't get tired of it. Yeah. Like some other things you can kind of get tired of, but a peanut butter jelly sandwich, I think you can eat that every day for a month and not get too yeah. tired of it. Well, what, what, now what I said was um, easily taking a, a meatball sub with lettuce, lettuce, um, Parmesan, olives, pickles, and mustard um, every day. Did you um, eat that for 30 days, though? That's fine. Okay. I love meatballs. More power to you, I guess. Yeah. Root beer. Uh, got... And then for dessert. A oatmeal chocolate chip cookie. Okay. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I love um, my cookies. Yep. I, I could eat an oatmeal chocolate chip cookie every day oh, for months. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's so. I don't know if I want to, but, but could. I could do that for you sure. Do you could. I do could it. do it if I had to because I was in this magical lunchbox. I, yes. I, if I had to, I would do it. Exactly. Um, this is the last thing I have from Joe don't, with Ryan Lund's question. Um, now, this question got a lot of laughs um, and like, what the hell is, is he thinking? But here you go. Um, w- would you rather be able to transform into a blueberry at will or, or have blueberries whisper to you and tell you secrets about the universe that no one else will ever believe? Well, I don't feel like turning a blueberry is helping you out in any way possible. <laughs> but if you want to give me secrets, I'll yeah. take that. So let's go with, yeah, you whisper little secrets in my ears. Yeah, I, I agree um, as well because blueberries can get popped easily and you can die. So um, don't want to be a, 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 a Baruka. From Baruka. So. Baruka yeah, I, don't, I just want to yeah. tell you. Why would that would come up in your life? Where like I need to be a blueberry right now. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't think that's exactly. something I would need. Yeah, and we close it down here with the great game from Ryan Lund, and he says, "The game is, um, okay, uh, okay. So you t- you take off one essential ingredient from a bacon cheeseburger, a taco, and a sub sandwich, and then of those ingredients." You, you, you take off, you make those into a sandwich. So what do you sandwich of those three? Uh, I what, don't what was your first sandwich? What's that? Okay, name off. So what was the first sandwich? Oh, no. No no sandwich. So you take off an item. Off, off. Okay. First item is a bacon cheeseburger. What do you take off of that to make a sandwich? Oh, yeah, so I'm, I'm taking the one green off each of those to make one sandwich? Yes. Okay, so let's take bacon. Yeah. What was the next one? Taco. So let's say that has, let's say cheese. Yep, cheese. Okay. And a sub sandwich. Well, do I get, so the bread's already there. So I have like a yep. bread on the side. Okay. Um, let's go roast beef. All <laughs> right. So roast beef, bacon, and cheese. That's pretty good. Um, what, I, what I took off was bacon, melted cheese, and meatballs so gotta, you love your meatballs huh i there love you meatballs yeah 
had some last yeah, I got I got a question from you here real quick that I okay. had from um let's go Brandon and it's he <laughs> asked and he asked how how many losses has Gonzaga had in a WCC the last five years? The last five years. Okay. Um I'm gonna go with Five and a half, so maybe five, five, five or six. I would say. Five or six. Okay. What's your What's your final answer? Let's go five. Five. Pretty yeah. close. Okay. Three. 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 Wow. Yeah, they had one loss in 2017, one loss in 2018. Yeah. No losses in that 19 year, elite year, elite eight year. And zero last. One year. loss in the COVID ruined year. Right. And then um, zero last. Zero year. last year. Wow, that's insane. Three losses in five seasons. Three losses in five seasons. Holy heck. Holy, holy. Uh, let's, let's go to zero loss this year. So I guess the, yeah. what's over under this year would be a half a game, right? Yeah. So do you think they're going to lose a game this year? And because No, the, I don't. This team's a lot better, though, than last year's, I feel like. It is better. You know, going to be better. St. Mary's is going to be better because St. Mary's is bringing everyone back. So they're going to be a better team. Yeah, I don't um, see, I don't see them. Francisco has a good team this year. Yeah, Frisco, LMU is pretty good. LMU has a good team, I think, coming back. Yeah, I just don't see how. Pepperdine might have a good year. I mean, they were they look pretty. They look they had some good games last year. I thought they were. Yeah. Oh, this team's up for coming. I thought they might do good. Yeah, I mean, they're they're better teams, both though. But I don't I just don't see a scenario where Gonzaga loses a game against a WCC opponent this year. No, they could lose a BYU game in B in Utah where the crowds are going crazy. No. Our team is so stacked this year; it's ridiculous. Um, so you go with no. You're gonna go undefeated this year. A hard no. Yep. Okay, I like it. What, what do you think? You think you're gonna lose a game somewhere? That would be the one. I, I'm gonna go with zero two. I'm gonna take the yeah. under on that. The one game would be that BYU. BYU get, has a good team coming this year. They have a. Pretty and they always cheat. They and do almost they lost the first game. Did they, I haven't looked into their record at all. I just on just looking, they have a lot of guys coming back. Yeah. Um that Alex guy looked really good. I mean that oh yeah, I for forget, yeah. I forget the um the guy with the, the freshman last year looked awesome with the the hair. Oh the the, the Matt Green look alike. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Green, yeah. <laughs> Matt Green guy. I forgot what his yeah. name was, but he looked like he was good. Oh, he's fantastic. He good moves yeah. and stuff. He was playing Timmy hard last year, and I was like, Oh, he's gonna be good. Yeah. Um so when like Timmy leaves and Chet leaves, I think like next year he's gonna be the one of the best players in the well, I guess we won't be here, so it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that would be the one would be that the BYU in Utah. I agree, mm-hmm. but I just don't see them uh you know. Yeah, really, really good. It's hard to go against no. it's hard to go against Gogo's guns, I guess, sure. Any game. So I agree with that. Yep. Um and lastly, uh for as you go, um Two, two things, your thoughts going into the game on Saturday night on ESPN at 7.30. And also, and also today, in two hours actually, will be the first time the media will talk to Mark Few. First time since he uh, had his DUI, your thoughts on what he might say. And, uh, and also the game against Texas coming up this Saturday. Are we sure he will talk to the media? Yep, it, it's it's 1.45. It's been, yep, it's the media today at 1.45. Oh, okay. There's a press conference you're saying. Yeah, okay. press conference. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the, that's what they're going to do. So they're going to allow him to answer questions if they're having a press conference. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. 
So they're going to probably allow him to answer questions today, and this will be the one time they get it, and he will not ask any more questions the rest of the season. Right. Right. Yeah. So this is probably like he's probably like, okay, here you go, ask me my questions. I'll answer mm-hmm. my, the questions you give me, and then, um, and then, yeah, no more talking about the rest of the year. Pretty much, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, yeah. Since what is, yeah, so it's two games over the Texas game. Let it out there. Let the things be told, and then we're done with it, which is good. It's what he needs to do. Yep. So to asking about throughout the season, he's just gonna, yeah. So that's good. It's, you know, it's, it's probably gonna be pre-written questions. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'll say right now, it's not gonna be people just asking questions off the top of their head. Right. You know the media well enough to know they're they're gonna be they're gonna give them a list of questions they can ask, and it's gonna be to a certain mm-hmm. point. You know, we've all seen Joe Biden's interview where he's looking on his sheet and go, next person is going to be uh, Susie Smith. That's just how they <laughs> ask the questions. Yeah. So, you know, he's that's probably how he's going to do it. Certain people are going to be able to ask these certain questions and they'll ask it and then he'll say his little pre-written s- script and then that'll be it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And also, lastly, thoughts uh, going into game on Saturday night against Texas. Um, it's going to be a hard game. They need to guard the three. Th- this team likes to run. This you say like to run, which was a good kind of warm up game. I thought on them. Mm-hmm. There's they're kind of built the same way with the height and wise as Dixie State. Just Dixie State's a JV to the varsity, right? Right. Um, yeah. The, um, the Texas they have senior players have been around. The lights aren't going to be too big for them. They've played in twenty seat stadiums. These guys have. They played. You know, yeah. one guy's in Utah. One played. You know. And, they played in big stadiums. Uh-huh. I don't think Texas even closed down last year. I think their teams were allowed to play, have fans in their stadium. I bet they did, yeah. Here Gonzaga, where they, you know, we didn't have fans in our stadiums last right. year. Right. So we're going to have to be the one. So good thing that few have this at our place this year where we can have our crowd cheering for us. And oh, we yeah. got to get back to that because we haven't played in front of real crowds and a little bit in the tournament, but real crowds streaming for us right. in like two years. Yeah. So it's going to be um it's going to be a fun game. Definitely my it's going to be a fun game to watch. Yep. Now and then we Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying then we get then we get another warm-up game on Monday. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um but my score for this game, I'll ask you yours, but I'm going with Gonzaga 96 Texas 85. Yeah, that's that's a really good score. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably say the same thing. Probably mid nineties. I agree with that to upper eighties. So yeah. I probably would go ninety five, eighty eight, or something like that. Yeah. I, I think it's pretty close. close. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's gonna be double figures in any way. And it might, be, it might be. I mean, last year I had the same kind of thing, and they came out and killed Kansas. So <laughs> I know. Um, I just this team does look good. We need yeah. to stop the threes, which I think we can do. Yeah. So just close up. If we can stop the threes, it might be even a 70 point to 90 point game. Yeah. And then we can make some of our threes. I mean, we had horrible three point shooting mm-hmm. our last game. And the Texas had awesome three point shooting. So it evens out though, you know. If we if we can even that out and we can shoot yeah. 35 to 40, um, and they can shoot closer to 30%, and we can kind of get that and then yeah, then we can then we'll have it going and walk. We can walk away with this game. Oh yeah, I agree. I think we're gonna win this game regardless of how you know, regardless of this game. But I think we'll win this game. But um, 
can't wait for this game in prime time. And hopefully they'll have Billis and Shulman at this game. Hopefully that'd, that'd be great. If not, it'll be Farnham might be coming in town. I don't know. We'll see. I like for him. He's, he's Farnham's he's, the best man. He's so and he knows all the Gonzaga players because he comes to like every he. He, yeah. It seems like he, last year he did like every Gonzaga game. Well, so. those games we're gonna we're gonna be on KHQ though, but they KHQ gonna you know do do it. So I guess they had a ESPN crew just follow them all around the country. So. Oh really? Oh, that's really cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a that's a big. I mean, it's a top. They, it's gonna be on cage. It's not gonna be on ESPN. Well, no, I'm saying saying last, last year's games. Oh yeah, yeah, all the games that we he did last year, we're supposed we're supposed to be on KHQ, but they they said just go to ESPN instead for all those games, no matter yeah. you know national games anyway. So and this is a big time. I mean, it's a top yeah. five. I think Texas is ranked four or five. Five, yeah, number five, and it's well, on top ESPN. Five, two top ESPN. five teams going at it. This has to be yeah. a top. ESPN game for sure. Yep, it's on ESPN too. Yep, yep. And can't wait for the game to watch, and it'll be it'll be a great game. Um, I appreciate your time on this podcast. I'll talk to you next week, hopefully with Ryan on the podcast as yeah, let's, well. Let's set it up. Let's get Ryan on here. We'll yeah. Depends if if you can come on Tuesday or Wednesday, then we can definitely do it. So yeah. All awesome. right, Oz Nation. Thanks. All right. Th- thanks, and have have a good day. All right. See ya.